Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Happy New Year to you. I know this is a little bit later in January, but it's my first Reflections of 2021, and it's the 20th Reflections and Observations episode. What a year 2020 was. I managed to avoid COVID-19 all year, only to finally succumb to it right at the end, when on Monday the 21st of December, it started with a fever. I'm much better now and I'm happy to be starting the new year with good health. And I want to send out some healing vibes to all those out there who are suffering from COVID right now. And to those of you who may be still suffering from long COVID, I'm hearing that's not great at all. So just as we start this new year, we've all been thrown into another lockdown, particularly if you're in the UK, for an indefinite period. Focus on why continues to provide hope, inspiration and uplifting conversations from people all over the world, keen to share their insights, experiences and particularly how they've overcome obstacles they faced recently or in the past. What I love about the new year is all the new energy that's being freely passed around between us. I'm seeing so many opportunities for new beginnings popping up everywhere. And on that note of new opportunities, before I start, I just want to ask you one question. Are you on Clubhouse yet? If not, I would recommend you take a look at my YouTube video, which I recorded last week with Ruth Hobbs. It's a newbie's guide to a newbie platform by a newbie or a pair of newbies. So the link is in the show notes. Alternatively, if you just go to YouTube and search Property Sisters UK, you'll find a video called What is Clubhouse? It's really interesting and I'm seeing a lot of people using it in very different ways to different effects for their business. It's still in beta mode at the moment and it's only available to iPhone users. I know, I'm sorry, it's not my rules. I'm just relaying what's happening here. And I've co-hosted and hosted rooms and spoken in many different rooms in the last week or so. And it's been a wonderful way to connect to new people across the world, interacting with them in real time. So go and investigate the platform and see if it is something that may be of use to you and your business. I just want to leave you with a warning. Put a time limit on it or you will disappear down the clubhouse rabbit hole as it's very sticky platform. I'm excited to see how enthused you are about what you will achieve in the upcoming year. I see your determination with a fresh focus and vision. You don't have to share publicly exactly what you've got planned. However, simply announcing that this year is going to be your best year ever publicly is enough to help you stay accountable. As the weeks passed in January, you may slip back into old habits and your effervescence may fade into a distant memory as you convince yourself that, What you dreamed of was just not possible. Don't let that happen. Over the last few days whilst coaching clients, I've noticed these very early signs of energy ebbing in reaction to external events and procrastination starting to appear. However, with a gentle nudge and a reminder of why they've set these new goals, I've corrected their courses back onto their planned trajectories. Their vision is now clear. 
They know why they want to achieve their goals. They understand and live to their values. They have clarity. It's so easy to procrastinate and not take that action today. However, you're only hurting yourself in the future. Don't let this happen to you. Continue to take small steps forward each day and you'll thank yourself tomorrow. You won't get back today, so make the most of it. What one thing could you do today that will take yourself out of your comfort zone and perhaps surprise yourself? Take that action today. Get yourself an accountability partner, a coach or a mentor. Tell someone what you're planning to do this year and make it as public as you can so that you're committed to achieving what you really desire. And if you're looking for your life purpose, for clarity, for direction, just reach out to me. There's a link in the show notes. So back to today's episode, the reflections and observations episode. And if you're new to this podcast, I just want to give you a little bit of understanding about what it's about. I am a leader in purpose and fulfillment, and I have a fascination for understanding what drives people in life. And working with my coaching clients, the question why is at the heart of every decision. Having a podcast called Focus on Why makes sense to me because I spend so much time working with this one question. And in this show, what happens is each of the fantastic guests share their why in each of the episodes, and I allow them to shine in that space. This particular episode, the, the Reflections and Observations, is the opportunity where I get to sort of speak and talk a bit more around the topics. So today I have five episodes to cover, and this will be the new schedule going forward. Episodes are going to be released on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and my Reflections and Observation episode will come out after each series of five guests. So for anyone who's listening for the first time, as I said, this is the opportunity for me to share my insights and takeaways from the recent conversations I've had with these guests. And I'll just pull out one or two elements from each episode and explore it more in this space. So first up is episode 131, Your Next Chapter with Helen Pollock, which was the penultimate episode for 2020, released just after Christmas on the 28th of December. This was a particularly popular episode Despite being in that sort of limbo window between Christmas and New Year, it was wet and cold and miserable, particularly in the UK here. But I received a lot of messages from the audience saying that they found this episode brilliant, that it contained an uplifting and inspiring message. Well, that's the purpose of the podcast. But it was the message that Helen was sharing was to keep pushing women to share their stories and to ensure that these stories are not lost. Now, this got me thinking as to how many stories are in fact lost. And actually, it was something that Jesse Cole echoed in his episode released on New Year's Day, that the most valuable piece of land in the world is the graveyard. Because all of the ideas, all of the knowledge, all the wisdom that never got shared, it's just gone forever. What a sad state of affairs that is. So I want to honour those stories that are lost, just as Helen is as well. And I thought it might be worth looking for some stories that are lesser known. Obviously, I don't know the ones that are lost, but I, I scoured the internet to find some lesser known stories. And I found an article written by Fareha Arshad about the lost stories of women in science. And I thought I'd share with you some of her findings. So let's look at this handful of women whose stories are rarely told and who may represent many hundreds. No, let's make that thousands of women whose stories are not centre stage. In 
the 20th century BCE, the first women scientists existed in, in Egyptian times. In the Egyptian Second Dynasty, there are records speaking of Meritar, who was the principal's physician of the court. In fact, there were many women who were physicians and midwives at this time, and women from all over Egypt attended medical school. In the 13th century BCE, Taputi is reported to be the first woman chemist, perfume maker, using flowers and oils and various items. She added some water and other solvents and would distill and filter many times these chemicals. And then there is Artemisia II of Caria, who was a botanist and medical researcher and discovered the various properties of wormwood, a herb which is also known as Artemisia. Somehow, between the 28th century BCE and the 4th century BCE, it became forbidden for women to practice medicine, and Agnadice disguised herself as a man to practice medicine. She wanted to prevent women dying in childbirth. Unfortunately, she was sentenced to death for being a woman practicing medicine. However, the women of Athens managed to get a new law passed that would allow women to be a physician once more. So, my message here is to ensure that your voice is heard, that your story is heard. Share your story before it gets lost forever. I've had many storytellers on this podcast over the last year. Some are officially titled as storytellers, but essentially we are all storytellers. Storytelling is in our DNA. Every day we tell stories. We love listening to stories. We love learning from them and sharing what we learn with others. What is your story? We use storytelling as part of our evolution. It's an ancient craft that we have passed down through generations after generations. And what is it that you want to pass down through to the next generation? Is it a story of an ancestor that you want to keep in the family? Or is it a useful piece of knowledge that you've learned or acquired from someone else? Whatever it is, take responsibility to document it so that this knowledge is not lost. Unsurprisingly to me and to Helen, it is women who are much more reluctant to put themselves forward in this way, despite clear qualities and skills in their fields. As a ghostwriter, Helen has stepped up to represent women and to help them communicate their message and their stories. She fills a much-needed gap and enables those who have put up invisible barriers to enable these women to be heard. There is literally no excuse for these stories to be lost anymore. No more excuses for voices to be shut down. Her skilled support and encouragement will enable your words to become lines, paragraphs, chapters, and finally, a book, which will inspire today's generation and future generations to come. So don't allow a lack of confidence or writing expertise to be your obstacle. Be ready to write the next chapter of your life. As Helen said, who are you not to? Don't allow your stories to be lost forever. Don't hide your light under a bushel. You are in control of your own destiny. Get ready to write your next chapter. I spoke with Helen again last week to talk about the book I'm writing and she gave me some more tips around how to get started. One piece of advice I want to share with you is to aim at where you want to go, not where you are now. Find ways to share your story, share your genius, your hard-won knowledge and inspire others. Next up is episode 132, Becoming More Significant with Sylvia Baldock. 
This episode focuses on two key quotes, one from Oprah Winfrey and one from Marianne Williamson. Don't worry about being successful, but work toward being significant and the success will naturally follow. Oprah Winfrey. Hearing Oprah Winfrey speak these words stopped Sylvia Baldock in her tracks and changed the course of her life. Sylvia has since vowed to help those who are terrified of being judged to step up to shine, to become more significant and to reconnect with who they truly are. Sylvia has been transforming lives from the tender age of 13 when she ran a youth group for deprived teenagers in Glasgow. Throughout her varied career, from theatre sister and open heart surgery to speaker and masterclass facilitator, Sylvia has inspired and motivates thousands of people to recognise the unique value they bring to the workplace, to play to their strengths and to lead with confidence and purpose and increasing engagement, creativity and productivity. Sylvia is bringing out her new podcast this Friday, the 15th of January, Becoming More Significant. And I highly recommend that you tune in to that. Well, what does becoming more significant mean to you? Or perhaps I'll rephrase that. What could becoming more significant do for you? Shining away from the limelight is something that I have done for years. And yet, whenever I reflect, it's been the moments that I've stepped up and into that light where the most impact has been made, where the magic has happened. And now, as a podcaster, there's no escaping the role of creating impact and particularly creating these ripple effects. I shine the light on all of my guests in each episode, allowing them to truly shine and share their story. This podcast was created to bring the magic out from within and share it with a wide audience. What magic do you have within you? What is your hidden potential? What are you afraid of by unleashing it? And this comes on to the second quote that Sylvia referenced, this time by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As I said, Sylvia has been purposeful since 13, where she's comfortably spoken from a stage about life, purpose and fulfilment. She vowed to help anyone to reconnect with who they are and step up and shine. And she talks about how she was repressed and yet she still managed to go on to shine again. This social phobia of being terrified of what people think of us, this fear of being judged, is a common one. And one which usually starts in our teenage years and can have huge impact on our life. Certain situations, like public speaking, can amplify that fear. And it's unlikely to disappear without getting treatment. This fear of being judged, of being ridiculed, is paralysing. We want to feel that we belong that we're accepted and loved, we will do whatever is necessary to ensure that we don't put ourselves in a position where we experience this level of fear. And as Sylvia said, we cannot please all the people all the time. We often undervalue ourselves. So when we make the conscious decision to step up into becoming more significant, that is when we get the opportunity to define what we are great at. I often speak about midlife beginnings, about anything being possible, about it never being too late to be what we might have been. Again, let me reframe that into phrase into a more positive statement. We can choose to do whatever we want whenever we choose to do it. 
Now is your time. You have all the tools you need already. Don't look for external validation. Go for it. And as Sylvia says, when you think about fear, say to yourself, feel emotion and rise. Next up is episode 133, Find Your Yellow Tux with Jessie Cole. This was our New Year's episode. And Jessie's message is to find a way to focus on why. Fun, crazy optimism where there are no rules. I already mentioned earlier about the graveyard wisdom that's buried. And Jessie showed in this episode that he is not, this is not his style at all. He is clearly sharing his message and his story. He was born to stand out, albeit with a large dose of courage to do so. And with that knowledge, he's seeking to belong and build something special where he felt or he feels like he belongs. He has created one big family environment. He has a mantra to win people's hearts through their ears and their eyes using the test experiment try. I will adopt this more to remind me why I'm doing something, challenge the purpose behind it and to document the results that I learn from it. With a combined so what, now what, find a way and fans first philosophy, Jesse knows how to create attention and get the best out of everyone around him. He had an idea to build something truly special to bring people together to heal and feel as though they belong. His intention is to entertain, heal and bring people together. And boy, has he achieved that mission. Jesse was inspired by P.T. Barnum, the greatest showman. Curiously, this episode came out on TV in the UK on New Year's Day as well. So I was watching this having just released the podcast. And armed with the belief that we all have something which makes us stand out, which was P.T. Barnum's philosophy, Jesse runs a baseball team like the circus. And when he's wearing his yellow tux, it is showtime. And Jesse raises the question, what are you afraid of doing? What's that fear that's holding us back? And it was an 87-year-old lady that taught him that lesson and influenced and inspired him to keep trying and doing new things. Now, we're in this new year. What are you doing differently? What new things are you trying? Remember that changes don't happen overnight. Jesse said that we need to be patient in what you want for yourself, but be impatient in how much you give to others. And I think if we can all do that, we would just be amazed by what happens from it. And this is so true. After 135 episodes of pulling together this podcast as a resource for you, every moment I have spent doing so has been totally worth it. The penultimate episode for my reflections today is episode 134, Shaping Reality with Devon Bailey. Now, Devon reached out to me back in October last year and happened to coincide with the recording of my 100th episode. So he came onto the podcast to share how he'd found the show and what his thoughts were on it. Now, if there was a, a male version of me running around in the United States talking about purpose and values, I believe it would be in the shape of Devon. Shaping Reality is the title of this episode and Devon recognised that he was going to have to make changes in his life as every aspect of his life was down to him. He was in charge of how he shaped his own fate through his actions and he's become the director of his own life and it took a full body breakdown for him to learn this lesson. 
He talks of how his values and rules were horribly misguided and that he'd seen being stressed as almost a badge of honour to be proud of and parade it around the work environment. Now, if you resonate with this, just take a moment to pause and reflect. Being busy, overworked, stressed, they're not badges of honour. You have the opportunity and the responsibility to take control of how your reality is shaped. Devon understands the importance of shaping his own reality now and that the secret he has discovered was how you feel in any given moment is all to do with your thoughts. Devon had created his own rules for success. He was fueled by a desire to be important. He talked of the statement that he would say to himself, and I'm sure if you're really honest, you will recognize this statement too. In fact, if I think back about all the other guests that have talked about this one statement, I could include Rob Moore, Nick Bradley, Ann Wilson, Claire Yu, Brian Maine, Sarah Trumbull, Tim Schur, Marcus Kauke, Simon Pollard, Helen Pollock, Anna Parker Naples, Dan Kent Smith, Gitanjali Trevorrow, Seymour, Richard Little, Nigel Risner, Sky Kilji, Kim Adele Platt, Davide Pagnotta, Olga Gaidana, John McDermott, David Breaker, Jeanette Linfoot, Laura Waldman and Julie Crefield, who's in the next episode coming out on Thursday. All of these people have talked about this one statement too in their episodes. And that is, I am not enough. Four words of low self-worth that can cripple us entirely. Not valuing yourself holds you back from achieving your dreams and from creating the life you truly desire. And Devon went on to say, if I am not enough, I won't be loved. Wow, an even more crippling statement. So how do you change this to the three-word statement, I am enough? Actually, it's a simple answer. Value yourself, do what makes you happy and stay true to your values. Whatever you say after the two words, I am determines the rest. So choose your words wisely. It's all the difference between being constructive, productive or destructive. And I just want to go back to what Sylvia had been saying and highlight that there is a flip side that you may be experiencing. It could go to the next level, which is the fear of our own power. What happens if you are actually enough? What then? And I'll leave that one for you to ponder. The exercise that Devon shared was root cause analysis using a series of why questions to drill down to the root cause of a situation. Often the solution is found after a series of investigative questions where you don't accept the first answer and yet you continue to explore deeper. It is a head to heart exercise and keep using the answer that you've just given to the preceding question and ask why is it so important to and then keep going. Keep going until you feel you've reached the root cause. And this is a fabulous exercise that I also use with my coaching clients to identify whether what they are feeling is the real source or whether there is more that lies deeper at the core. It really is a gift to access your emotions and to immerse yourself with the truth is truly liberating. Devon talks of being able to reprogram, rewrite and reshape who you are as an individual Well, here's a spoiler alert. It takes time and it requires effort. And my last reflection is when Devon said to be the director of your life rather than manager of your circumstances. Remember, you choose how you feel. So last up today is episode 135, 
Be More Red with Mel Sherwood. What a great concept to be more red and to apply the red effect. Mel applied the red effect to herself to choose her own unique shade of red for 2020. And she chose real, expressed and daring. And stepping outside of her comfort zone and looking to what 2021 looks like, Mel has now selected recognition, expansion, delegation. So it got me thinking what my three words would be this year. And I've just gone for the first three words that came to mind. And I'll just trust those to be my guide for this year. R is for radical. E is for enthusiastic. And D is for discovery. I don't know why, but those are the three words that came to me. So much has changed in my life over the last year. And for someone who likes to plan, actually, 2020 felt quite liberating for me because I was unable to plan too far ahead. And this year, I'm extending that relaxed nature of not being overly concerned about planning the whole year and just focusing more in the moment. And this is something that I've really started to enjoy. Mel talked about people connecting with themselves and about connecting with herself too, that she'd lost her mojo and felt she was wading through treacle. Have you ever felt like that? Reconnecting with who you are and getting back to who you are at the core is what I encourage my coaching clients to do. Be honest and think about how much time you actually spend thinking about who you really are and why you do what you do. Take some time for yourself to check that you are living a life that is aligned with your values. Mel makes her big decisions in life by the sea on the beach. Where is your place that inspires you to reflect and project into the future? A place where you can say, like Mel, she has the courage to say, I am who I am, so everyone can leave me to just do that. Well, what will it take for you to find your own style and for you to let go of that fear of being judged? We've come right back to where we started in this Reflections episode. Does this bring you joy? Are you afraid of being judged and why? What would it mean to you if you just let go of that fear? I thought I'd leave this episode with the advice that Mel received from her friend in response to her asking everybody around her, what is the purpose of life? And her friend replied, isn't the purpose of life to just live it? Indeed it is. Live, don't exist. Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star Apple podcast review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and become a member of my inspiring, uplifting, and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. I help people to focus on their why with clarity, uniting their passion with their purpose with a plan to create the life they truly desire. If you would like me to help you focus on your why, then please book a free 20-minute coaching call via candidly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson. And if you haven't already, please sign up for the Friday Focus weekly newsletter via my website, amyrowlandson.com. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.